Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. And I'm Aaron. <laughs> and I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. Nobody else was hoping that, for what it's worth. Okay. I had I had a joke. I was going to say it earlier, and I was like, no, I'm going to save that until after the intro, and then I, it's gone now. Did you write it down? I did not. You don't carry a book with you, a little tiny pocketbook that, that's titled Good Jokes? A moleskine? No. But I, I do stay in hotels a lot, and in a hotel, um, sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and I'll think of a good joke. But in the, write hotel, in the, the, the pen is far away, so I have to write it down, or I also have to convince myself that the joke wasn't that funny. <laughs> Which is hard. And there you go. Back moment. by popular demand. <laughs> that was for, I uh, can't remember who mentioned it, Michael Newman, maybe. Oh, did he? That was did a really Mitch Edberg joke. That's a particularly yeah. bad iteration. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a but funny mention in real life. He mentioned there he mentioned there hadn't been a there hadn't been a Mitch Hedberg reference in a while. Oh well, he's right. But I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's really really sad that one of our that our fans one of the things that our fans know us for <laughs> is is just stealing jokes. Jokes that have no business being retold, dude. That um, from that, people that, who are way funnier than us. Yes, professionals that someone put in our group. It's like the best thing I've ever seen. I love it so much. Which Did one? When, when the girl you've seen you know it. that one. When the girl goes, I said the bad baby post. Oh, oh. the bad baby. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry for that part cut out. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, her it's reaction so is like so good because it's really like honest. It's just like. No, I do not. <laughs> I hope you it's like this like drawing this. I made of you. I do not. No, I do not. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like we've talked about how some people some people are like turned into sociopaths mm-hmm. like Kanye or Trump or whatever by just like only ever having people say yes to them. Yeah. But then she is like legitimately like she has no social what like skills of any kind do you think that's what it is though like she has that same she has that same type of behavior but not not for the same reasons you know i think it's a similar reason though like her mom seems to have kind of let her do whatever i guess she so. i guess i guess that it's just from the parents instead of from everybody yeah, like social which is enough i guess for especially for a younger person should we? I think we should describe this and for the. You got the, rich like just in time to not meet the real world. We have or we like have five, I, five listeners who are not in the, who are not in the Facebook Facebook group. So can we um, explain? So, this? bad so baby. Thank you, Spencer. Oh yeah, it was from Spencer Ham. Spencer Ham. He's one of our. Many Asian is listeners. that offensive to call him Spencer Ham if he's kosher? No, it's a, it's offensive, offensive to offer him a ham go. sandwich if he's kosher. Not as offensive to offer it to him. It's offensive to insist yeah. that he eat it. Oh, okay. yeah, it's offensive to force. It's offensive in the same way like that assault the assault of any kind is offensive. I guess. Yeah. Right. That's particularly offensive. Hey, you want a ham sandwich? Oh, never mind. You loser. That's, that's, that's offensive. It's all right. He won't be offended. He's too young. <laughs> okay, so, so the post. So bad baby is the... Well, I mean, we've talked about her. Yeah, we don't She's need to explain famous, everything. Like, like, 
the Kardashians are famous. So in the eighties, there was this woman named Oprah. And <laughs> yeah, she was a, like a local Chicago talk show host. Classic rags to riches story. Mm-hmm. Later, like 20 something years later, she put this dude named Dr. Phil on TV. Who is some kind of doctor, but not the kind of doctor he. Oh man. He is some, or some kind of doctor. Some kind of doctor. <laughs> He could doctor on me. Fast forward to yesterday. Someone posted a tweet in our Facebook group. And then you explain it. Someone, Spencer Ham. 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 It's Ham. Now that's offensive. Some girl girl tweeted at Bad Baby, at the Cash Me Outside girl. And this hand-drawn... And it's surprisingly good. It's like, like the person clearly spent a lot of time on it, even if like faces are very hard to draw and everything. So it doesn't look amazing, but it, you can tell that it's well done. And all it says is, I hope you like this drawing I drew for you. <laughs> and she quote tweeted, which ensured that all of her followers would see it. <laughs> and all it says is, I do not, but I FW you for trying, which is I F with you for trying. But I just, it's just the three words. I do not, period. <laughs> I do not. Like this person spent a lot of time on it. Right? Like that Clearly, that picture. Yeah, yeah but like, sent it to her. Or like her. And then, yeah. Person of whom she was a fan. Drew it by hand and then took a picture of it, <laughs> sent it to her. And this girl who's popular for being a terrible person. Like. The only reason she was on Dr. Phil is because she's a terrible person and she treated him like garbage and became popular because of it. Yeah. Isn't it pretty rough? Don't you think her popularity is similar to Trump's popularity in this kind of like. Because she says it like it is? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it's so. It's like just whatever crazy thing comes to her mind. I wish I could say whatever crazy things comes to my mind, but I can't. Can. I'm I care about other people's feelings, <laughs> which is like the Man, irony of that is like, somebody doesn't do that. The only people who really like have to worry about censoring themselves is like people with really bad ideas. It's like if you're so if you're that worried that everything you say is going to offend someone, then you have probably a lot of offensive ideas that you're trying to like, like you're holding them in. Yes. Yeah, but I just know if I said what I was thinking, it would offend everybody. And they think in their mind, like, that's what everyone around me is doing. Right. <laughs> like every every other person on the earth isn't really saying what they're thinking. They they all just have terrible racist thoughts like I do. Right. And they're just not saying them just because it's not kosher. <laughs> yes. I, I think I <laughs> see this is particularly funny to me because Except for Phil. Phil tells us his true thoughts and they are bad. People. Yeah. Yes. Um, this Disturbing. Is, even. This is particularly even funny for the internet, because it's pretty rough. I have kids who give me um, like art that they did and I made the mistake of putting up on my wall behind my desk in my classroom like a couple pieces of art that I thought were good and then kids just started randomly giving me art that was not good. And I felt like, ah, like I have to put this up because you don't have to (laughs) don't give out any participation trophies because I, because I want the kids to feel appreciated and a lot, a lot of the art is kids drawing me Mm. and some of it is good. And some of it is not as good. So you don't like it because it's not flattering. No, I'll that's, show. That's I'll, the real problem. Okay, Monday I'll take a picture of it. I'll show <laughs> you. Some some of it is flattering. Some of it is not flattering. But some of it is just not good. None of it. None of it is intentionally unflattering. Right. Right. So you set a precedent, Phil. It's all I about did. precedent. I did, and I wish the I could should be that the good stuff goes on the wall. I wish I could be like yeah. Bahad Bahabi. You can. See, this is the problem with millennials is that they've been destroyed by Generation X, which is you. 
and you're continuing. Now you're destroying. No, Who Phil's are... a baby boomer. So what am I doing? Oh, you mean because I'm telling them that it's all <laughs> worth it? Yeah. You're you giving out participation trophies. Not put it on the wall. You okay. Don't put all of them on the wall. If these kids, what, what generation is a, a, between a 15 and a 17 year old? They are like, um, generation Z. Z or something. Do we not even have a name for them yet? Gen Z at the moment. No. They don't deserve a name. They haven't earned it. <laughs> they haven't been lazy long enough. You don't earn other people's wives fur coats. They haven't even protested on Wall Street yet about their student loans. <laughs> okay, well, go back to what you were going to say. Defend yourself. What? Why? I want to know what you were what you were going to say before we started talking about the generation name. Uh, well, you... just that you wish you hadn't started a precedent of putting crappy pictures on the wall. I think Aaron has in his mind, oh, Phil's going to say this, and I've got the perfect rebuttal. No, I don't. I don't know what you're going to say. He's asking you to say what you want to say now. Yeah. Okay. What I want to say is I have. I won't even rebut it. I just, I'll just listen to you. I'm going to give you space Shut up. to say it. Mm-hmm. I have relationships with, with the kids. What? They give me. <laughs> they give. They go, Mr. Eisenhower, I made this. And I go, oh. And then I feel bad. So you feel bad for uh, enabling their bad behavior. Mm, I don't. I feel bad for any additional opportunity where I tell them they're not good enough. (laughs) Yeah, like you you get enough of those when you're grading their papers. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, here's the thing that they did. On their own, like, like, like it's not my job to tell them they're bad at this. So at yes. least I can cut them some slack. Yes, exactly. I see where you're coming exactly. from. I see where you're yeah, coming totally. From. And I, as a second year teacher, I am not good at teaching. Like, I'm I'm doing my best, but like when I get a bad paper, I'm like, I know this is bad, and now I have to explain to them why this is bad. And then they, I say, okay, here's why it's bad, and then they go, I don't get it. And then they go, the next day they go, Mr. Eisenhower, I drew a picture of you. And I go, oh, thanks. I'll put it on my wall. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I got him. He does like me. And then you give him that grade again. They're like, he does. And they're like, what the hell? Yeah. Yes. My emotions so hard. Yes. That's like when I go to my and skin cancer. Like, it's cool. I still laugh with you kids. When I go to my skin. Except well, I, I can't say that to them. You already said you have relationships with the kids. What did you mean by that? No, no, Aaron, no matter how much you say, it doesn't mean what it sounds like it means. I still can't say it to kids. Wait, what? (laughs) It does mean what it sounds like it means. Okay, then say it to kids. I don't say it to kids. I don't have kids. (laughs) That's what, so... (laughs) <laughs> Who posted that they had to Google it? Because I had to Google like what everybody FW... over twenty five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, because obviously, yeah, everybody makes... not part of the hip hop community. <laughs> I don't think it's hip hop. It has nothing to do with age. It has to do with the hip hop community. It no, it not. doesn't. We all know that Bahad 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 Bahabi Bahabi is not a part of the hip hop community. community. Yes, yeah, she is. She's a tastemaker now. That's it deal with it just, just come out and say it you're saying it's urban it's urban slang it's it's urban it's <laughs> urban and uh what was the other thing that we said oh it's jazz <laughs> it's jazz it's language jazz, jazz lingo <laughs> it's difficult bad baby it's, is definitely jazz, part of the jazz he's definitely part of the jazz community <laughs> the jazz community So that's you Googled it. The, cool. That's still one of the best scenes of any movie ever is on airplane when the stewardess has to translate to jive or the, yeah. Yeah. just that random white lady. Anyways. She's what not a random white I lady. That's Mrs. Brady. Isn't it? Is uh, It could be. Uh, at the time, random I never seen lady. the Brady Bunch. You forget that we're from a different generation. 
That's the one, that movie that came out like in the early 2000s or late 90s. The Brady Bunch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one with Alicia Silverstone or whoever's in it. Yeah, I just know, Alicia... um, Ben Stiller's wife is in it. Yeah. Mrs. Fokker? No, not that one. His no, wife in real life. His real wife. The reporter from Zoolander. Dude, that movie's from 1995. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that, is that, yeah, that is who it is. What is her name? She's her name pretty. is Christine Taylor. I don't know actors and actresses' names. So, so Cole, you, you Googled it and then we went. And then I continued living my life. I went on <laughs> with my day. Once you Googled it, did you like get it? Did it make sense to you pretty much immediately? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I F with you for trying. Yeah. It's like, I'll, I will interact with you. I will, yeah. I will. Like, I know. still, like, I'm still cool with you. Like, I think you're cool for doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're saying, no, I'm not going to, like, ah, oh, my, my guitar is broken, but I don't want to F with it. It's not the same exact, but it's not that far from that. I know, but and that's and what, that's but, Bill, you are right because Spencer said that there's nothing sexual about it, which is not necessarily true because it does. Yes, it, it kind of like have a connotation of like I'm attracted to you, and and my original problem was not that it is is or is not sexual. My original problem is that grammatically it's awkward. Grammatically, it makes perfect sense because you're changing the form <laughs> of the of the term, but yeah. the acronym is awkward. That's at least what I like. It's an awkward acronym, especially because it has the See, U. When, what Cole of, just used it, I don't want to f with my guitar. Like that makes grammatical sense. But that's what it says. It's in that same form. No. Yeah, it is. But I f with you for trying. I f with you for trying. Kind of. I mean, it's a. It's it's like it would be like, it's like, like you. Own, I like you for basically. trying. It's becoming like its own you. noun phrase, which is fine. But I'm just saying, it's not a noun phrase. It's a verb. Oh, okay, sorry. It's becoming its own verb. English teacher. Phrase. But it's always a verb. I know, but the verb... Not in PG-13 movies. They're not allowed to use it Take out the W. But now you're changing it, because that's not what it means. I know that's not what it means. I'm just saying it's an awkward... But that's not the grammar. That's you changing, the, like, not understanding the meaning of it. I do understand the meaning, and the meaning used in the sentence is awkward. I don't. I but it would be like I if I of, said like, "I give to you," and you said, "Well, take out the two. I'm like, "Yeah, now it means something different because you took out part of it." Like, "Give you" means something different, but you can't take out the word. Saying, you're saying it's a difference of being transitive or an intransitive verb. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Aaron, you probably do though, don't you? I feel like I do, but I'm not going to say it out loud. These that's one of those grammar things that you don't ever learn until you learn a second language and then it's like, "Oh, or I guess probably just specific second languages." But anyways. that don't do it or do do it? Do well that make a specific distinction between the two that they're like used differently in speech because mm. They're transitive or intransitive, anyways. But it's because English does English does, or does not. Yes, no, right. Yeah. So then you learn this other language that does, and you're like, "Wait, what?" That's yeah, the thing. It's like, oh, it was there all along. So are you so, saying that Bahad Bahabi does or does not speak multiple languages? <laughs> she clearly speaks. A language that's slightly different from what we speak. All I'm saying <laughs> is that sentence, apart from the fact that it should be a comma, not a period, does make sense grammatically. Yes, it does. But if you have never heard that phrase, then I if can don't understand know why it might be confusing. Is. I'm glad we drilled down on that. If you replace it with love. But that's yes. different, though. Yeah. I know the meaning is different, but I'm talking about like... No, because you would never say love with something. 
Like that's not a no. That's the, that's my problem. My problem is that it as as a word is what is awkward because I'm talking about replacing FWU with the word love. But you wouldn't say, but I love for. But trying. it's not. That's not what it means, right? No, Aaron, I know that that's not what it means. You could change it to say, I love you for trying, and that would be the equivalent. You're changing out the whole thing. Only the FW is equivalent to love. Not the whole thing. Because you're taking out the object. The fact that the phrase has all of it together, and the phrase cannot be... It it can't. It means that it's... (laughs) It can be, but you're you're taking out... Tell me how. Tell me how it could be changed. You are taking out the object, and the object is not part of the verb. Tell me. I just told you. Okay, explain. Give me an example. I have explained. (laughs) Why are you getting mad? Because you're ignoring what I'm telling you. Use your example. Your example was you can't replace it with love, and it's because you wouldn't say, but I love for trying. You'd say, I love you for trying. And what I'm saying is you only have to replace the verb, not the object as well. So if you take out FW change it for l it makes sense but it's yeah, a whole i l u for not. trying like you're you're making those three words stuck together and they're it's not stuck together only the first two not. parts of it are stuck together in the, acronym, the reason it's yes, not in the as phrase, readable no. for you is that the acronym has the object and the verb in it that's yes. why it makes it less readable that's what but i'm that saying isn't, yes but that isn't a problem that just means you're not used to reading it that's well, just because it's, a- it's something for you it's a problem in my brain. Yes, there's many problems in your yes, brain. That doesn't mean that I've not explained it to you. That means that you refuse or are unable to understand it, which I apologize for. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> He's apologizing to our listeners, not to you. No, the drawing the drawing's really good though. Yeah, it's not. Have I talked about it's it. It's not though. Like it's way I mean, better than I could do, and and you could give me a long time, and I couldn't do that good. It's better than I could do, but it it is a good drawing. It does not look like her. Now imagine that you're 15, though, and someone drew this picture of your face. Is she really only 15? I assume that's what her album is called. 15. If, I think she's like if, 15. Maybe that's I feel how like crime. We've been committed. talking about her for three years, and she's been 15 for three years. No, she was like. Barely 13 when she went on Dr. Phil. Ugh. And it hasn't, I don't think it's been three full years. It hasn't been three years because we haven't even been doing this podcast for three years. But it's it's pretty, like, just, again, to go back to this idea that, like, somebody, yeah, put imagine that you're 15 and somebody drew this picture of you that like I'm a 15 year old that nobody has any reason to care that I even exist. But this person, you know, somewhere else in the world took time to draw a picture of me and my immediate response is I do not like that. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. But she so, FW her for trying. Wait a second. No, she FW you. No, yes, she but, FW her. But I'm talking in the third person now. Say so. it correctly. Yeah. I did. She F. She F. She F. W. Her. No. Yes, that is correct. That is correct, Phil. Because we are able you're to break like up these the are acronym. All, in you're our acting heads. like they're all brand new words that have never been used before. If you can manipulate the phrase, then it should be manipulated. Yes, and you can, but she didn't need to because it works in the context that she used it in. I don't like it. Like, Phil, I understand and I stand by your very first point that like, yeah, it's not super readable because it has the verb and the object in there. But past that, like you no longer have an argument after that. OK, it's just like, yeah, it's kind of not readable. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about. Um, well, first, let's say that this episode is sponsored by Sinusoid. I had baby. The bad baby of cables. <clears throat> oh, they need to make. They need to make a cable called the bad cable and spell it. Well, the bad cable. No, they had cable. C A B H L E. Ah, yeah. Okay, cut that part out, Aaron. So, so we can All talk right. to Andy about it privately right. in our business discussions <laughs> that we have with him. Um, so, I want to say check out their um, pancake plugs because they just came out with these new like smaller um, shrink wraps that look really cool. 
So yeah, and they're sturdy and small and affordable. I think they're cheaper than anyone else's. They're like pretty inexpensive, relatively inexpensive. So buy them, you sinusoid. <laughs> and I'll put it. And now back plug. to the gear slum. For silent plugs. Okay, back to bad baby. baby. No, we were going to talk about something else. Unless you have more to say, go ahead. I just want to. I just want to say this one thing. It has nothing to do with her grammar. This her perfectly legitimate grammar. Her perfectly reasonable jazz grammar. It's um, standard English. Don't, don't the thing that. that worries me. It's the thing that worries me about this discussion is, I'm not even a professional English teacher. That's true. That's, that's that's part of what's troubling about all Don't of this. Don't be worried. Okay. You shouldn't be worried okay. that you're not, but that yeah. some other person is. Exactly. No, that's <laughs> that was the implication. I know. <laughs> because of the implication, Aaron. <laughs> oh, right. The implication. I feel you. If Okay, what were you saying, Phil? <laughs> if the had behavior turned this in on an essay, I'd say I'd write awk. Rewrite. Well, I, well, I would, yeah. I wouldn't. I would say, um, don't use acronyms. Because you're cooler yeah. than me, Aaron. Use slang acronyms. I would say, don't use acronyms. And then if she spelled it out, I would say, are you sure that profanity is what you want to use here? <laughs> or don't use profanity. But the the Why form of the language shame? is not a problem. And then the language then is perfect. Like, and then she'd be like, but Professor Abubo, why did you draw this picture of me? <laughs> and I would say I didn't. The had baby. Do you like this? <laughs> I, I I love picturing Aaron. But she's she's I, in Aaron's class trying. and he draws and a he's picture like, for her. Do you like this? I don't have children <laughs> in my classes. And then she's like, and then he's like, uh, I don't think you. Should okay, do that. I do not. Okay, the well, better. I just noticed another slight subtlety that's even better. She doesn't even say I. It, she doesn't even ask if she likes it. All oh, she says I is, hope you like I, I, I hope you like this. That's even worse. It's like she didn't even have to answer. All she had to say is, oh, thanks. Right. Thank you. Yeah, she didn't have to say yes or, or no. Just don't yeah. Or yeah, or don't even, or like retweet it or something. Like this is okay, well, but, That's why I love it, because it's like the perfect response, and it's completely honest, but it's also like kind oh, of nice a little bit, but like completely unnice. I know, like it's the meanest way that she, and then she tries to salvage it, but it doesn't. Well, what's okay? Is it is it meaner to never respond? Yeah, the no, person, like it is not meaner to never respond. If you send a tweet to someone famous, I the assumption is they're never going to see it or respond. Again, I right. do not appreciate so that's using not the term famous about that's that baby. Okay, so so here's what I was trying to get back to before. Um, so. When I saw her in concert last May. Oh, you're going to throw that in our face. You should throw that it's in just like the, It's just the like ticket. Aaron going to the episode 100. The tickets, exactly. The tickets were like, I don't know, 20 bucks or something. And then for the meet and greet, I know I mentioned this on the show before. Phil, are you mad because she did an FWU when you were there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the... Meet and greet was $110. Yo. Now, Additional? when I saw when I saw Emery. That's like how much the dashboard confessional meet and greet was. When I saw Emery at a smaller venue, the ticket was $20 and the meet and greet was $30. And that's what I'm. So the Wait. fact that. How, how does it make you feel inside? Just. Aside from the meet and greet, that Emery played at a smaller venue than Bahad Bahabi. Yeah, I mean, doesn't no, it just hurt I, you. It doesn't hurt me. I I find it fascinating, it and makes I think sense to me. And I find yes, it, fascinating. it absolutely it absolutely makes sense. But it's still it's still very sad. Like if she had taken up an emo core band instead of hip hop, no one would be seeing. No one would either. care. <laughs> I know. <it's> <laughs> but so. <laughs> Can you picture her? Dude. Oh. Gosh, that would be so great. That would be very good. Or what or what about and this? It, and her name would be Sad Baby. <laughs> sad. 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 Sad baby. And everyone's like, Shad Baby? What does that mean? <laughs> what if it was like looks like Oneaters? Doesn't it make more sense if it was like she became the lead singer of a new metal band? Like Limp Biscuit. 
Like, yeah, yeah, they're right? old, dude. That's not a new metal band. They've been around like, for a long time. Like Evanescence. They're not new either. No, because no, she sings. <laughs> it's got to be somebody with a obnoxious rapping. I hate you, Aaron. It's got to be Corn or oh, like Linkin Park or Incubus. My point is <laughs> supply yeah, and demand. Picture going- can you picture her going disturbed? Yes. I want to. I want to hear Bad Baby it. sing "Sounds of Silence." Me too. <laughs> Me too. With way too much auto tune. So. Oh no. Okay, guys. Let's. Uh, My point is supply and demand. Let's move on. Why did we circle back to Phil's favorite artist? <laughs> I want to talk about this picture that someone posted in our board, and I mean the one yeah. of Bad Baby that that girl drew. <laughs> <laughs> what it is is <laughs> what it drawing is. You mean this other one that what Brett it is. That's oh. another jazz series jazz of- person phrase. So <laughs> I'm going to read it. He says <laughs> we're going to start saying JP. He it's says JP. How's this for a board? Which there should be a question mark there, Brett, but it's okay. Custom West Coast board and case size of coffin, which I think <laughs> if you're going to be honest, it's the size of like a small child. It's coffin. a baby. It's a baby Infant coffin. coffin. Size of sad. coffin. Very sad. <laughs> I <laughs> think that's says, actually the model. I think it's like the IC 32 or something. Infant coffin and it's 32 inches long. All these pedals and he played some chords. The muff is an original 72 though. So there is that. So this board is what probably like 36 inches long wide you think like 36 by 12 or something it's like insanely wide it's deeper than 12 right it might be like think about the room in between those pedals the length of those pedals and then the room of the pedals like it's got to be more like it's probably like 14 that's like i was thinking more like it it's closer to like that's like a foot and a half. Or... I think 14 is like the standard height, and that you can usually get three rows on there. I'm guessing okay. it's like 36 by 18 or 36. It might be. Somewhere in there. I think it's wider than, I think it's more 14. than twice as wide as it is tall, though. Yeah, that's true. Because maybe it's like 42 by 18. Anyway, it's, it's massive. Really, it's really long. Well, you so, can see, see in the picture where the guy's standing, like he's literally standing over it, uh, like straddling it. Look at his feet. Okay. Like let's let's assume he is a normal sized person. Mm-hmm. Looks how look how small normal, those shoes are. Normal sized? Come on, Phil. Yeah, it's it's like it's like at least four feet long. Oh my gosh, it's so it's so big. So uh, let's talk about that's not even the problem. No. Yes, <laughs> we have not gotten to the problem have, yet. Have a big pedal board. I don't care. I so have more start, pedals let's start than I need. Let's start on the top row. Top Let's shelf. go through like the pedals first. Okay. So there's a volume pedal. Yeah. <laughs> then there's a compressor. compressor. The I'm gonna name all as many as I can. It's a myth. It's the exist. deep six from Walrus Audio. Oh wait a minute! What's the one above that? And I then that above it is the white one. That's the RC booster from Exotic oh, Effects. Yeah. Okay. And then the one next to that, I don't know what that is. We got to call Probably it some dumb low gain drive. I would oh, maybe assume. It's a, oh, what if it's a bone shaker? No, it only has four knobs. That's so. what I had that thought too, but I don't oh, think it's so is. cool if it was. Top oh, you know what I think it is? Is that Jackson Audio Prism? No, it's not. Please. Look at it from the other angle where you can see, like, from the top. Please, and Tom I, Cruise. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Please, Tom Cruise, don't be that. So look at the one that shows the lid, and it looks like a prism from the top. Oh, my gosh. So there's that, which makes sense because it's like a boost and then another, like a dirty boost. And then it goes into the king of tone. Dirty boost. And then it goes into an OCD. (laughs) And then it goes into the Bogner Ecstasy Blue. (laughs) Do you like my dirty pop? Yes. (laughs) Dirty boost. (laughs) It's increasing. In gain, and then it goes to a Paramount, which is like a transparent light to medium gain drive. Right. It's odd. And then a tremolo, the diamond, or is that a, right? That's a tremolo. Yeah, the diamond tremolo. tremolo. And then it goes into what I'm assuming is a fuzz. 
the psychedelic like i'm not assuming it's this board is too lame to just assume that something is a fuzz to assume anything do you see those dice yeah that's i was wondering that might just be like a box or something i don't know they're just dangling just a buffer probably i think yeah it's probably a buffer a di or something like that and then there's a 72 apparently big muff and then it goes into the Strifecta, all three of them. Mobius, Timeline, Big Sky, and then a I've, Tito, Looper. I've Looper. never heard the term Strifecta. Oh, have you not? <laughs> That's very good, though. It's perfect. Have, have we talked? I wish <laughs> How I have I never heard that? Did you, did you just make it up? No, I've seen it in places. Okay. That's awesome. The Strifecta. It's pretty good. But okay, so someone explain this other thing that's like because otherwise, like that's like a pretty typical like it's a lot of light gain drives, but but it's just a very PW board. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing noteworthy about it. But Phil, tell us about this other thing. Um, so there's <laughs> there's, there's an analog looper where it's where and we know that it's analog because there's, there's no there's no readout on it. There's no yeah, there's no readout. There's no uppity plugs coming in and out of the Strymons. <laughs> it does have yes, 17 foot switches. 17 on. foot switches. But but yes, the Strymons don't have any don't have any cables other than mono in and out. They don't and you know what I just realized? There's no tuner on this board. There is. It's tucked way it, oh, I don't know is. how he gets to it. Oh yeah, I see it. I see it. Oh, guess what? He does. I'm sure I'm sure it has. Like a, it's, it's probably it's, always on, and one of the. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the little polytune black between. It's like right next to his volume pedal. Yeah, I'm sure it's always engaged, and there's a tuner out on the switcher. There better be, because there's about a billion jacks on the top Which of the switcher. There's 16 loops on it. So, <laughs> this big giant looper, with buttons that are super close together. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like on one hand, it's so big, and on the other hand, it's too small because the switches are way too close together. It's like an aluminum four by four. Yeah, that's like yeah, it's so tall. Like it's it's next to, you can see the Russian big muff next to it. The the big muffs on its side too. So even the tallest point of the big muff, this switcher is like an inch and a half taller than that. So, so here's the thing, and we. Meaning height off the board, like yeah, you know, vertical. It's insane. So the three of us talked about this off mic for a second, and so I feel like I need to throw it out to our viewers that catch catch the viewers up, Phil. We are aware that there occasionally there comes along a a gear person who gets obsessed with short cape the shortest cable length. And they're like obsessed with that being their like their thing. Like I've got to have the shortest distance. And I think that's that's kind of where this sort of thinking comes from, right? Like I for this person, this person, the thinking behind this board is I am compensating for something. <laughs> yes, the thinking behind having a bypass uh, looper that doesn't have any smarts other than to switch pedals on and off is that's one of the reasons. So things. meaning for, for the all your, better, all your pedals are true bypass, then it cuts down the cable length and signal loss. Right. Yes. So for, for the layperson, I'm going to spell it out. If this gentleman, um, or lady or lady, maybe it's a lady. Um, he wants all these options or she, but, or she wants all these options or she, and it says he in the post. So I'm unless scared. Brett, oh. I mean, I don't want to okay. assume that I was just assuming the person's gender, but um, so at the times where it's like I want fuzz and delay, or she. <laughs> oh, go on. <laughs> so, fuzz delay, and the there's only fuzz and delay. <laughs> there's only a few inches of cable length mm-hmm. instead of going through all of. All of the pedals. Although it's just... not just a few because each of those patch cables has to be at least like 12 inches long. <laughs> You're right. Because of the distance. <laughs> <Because it's> not... 
<laughs> so it's like two feet of cable per pedal. That's you're right. <laughs> back and forth. Oh my! So like when they're not engaged, yeah, you're saving. But when you're engaged, you're adding tons. You're adding cable length. <laughs> oh yeah, ridiculous. Which doesn't matter because it's engaged. Yeah, so it's the pedal's engaged. Signal. Yeah, you're no longer your bypass. That's the other. Oh, sorry so now, to cut you off, Phil. No, no. Part of what bothers me is like the assumption that you have this board with so many pedals on it, and you're worried about signal loss. But if you have even one of those pedals engaged, then that then there's automatically a buffer in the chain. Like, well, and you have three, like, digital pedals at least, which are probably. I don't think those are true bypass, are they? Yeah, they are. Oh, they are because it's like Aaron. They're but the true is the bypass. It's Strymon, Aaron. Never mind. It's Strew Bypass. Can you turn that but, off, or is that? Yeah, yeah, they're all switchable. So, a lot of people don't like True Bypass, especially on delays and reverbs, because then they want to have trails. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so switch it off. But Cole, talk about what you pointed out that like, actually. I think are you going to have a board with twenty pedals on it and ever play your guitar with zero of them engaged? <laughs> yeah. Like that doesn't make any Not sense. Possible. No, that's not the part that makes me mad that you brought up earlier. What makes you mad? Oh, the, uh, the dual pedals, back row. Oh, there's oh, only yeah. oh, there's two of them, I guess. There's three. three. There's the king of tone and maybe that uh, black one. King of tone and the, the XC, the tremolo. Well, it has two. Oh, that's probably tap tempo. Yeah, right? I was gonna okay. say it has two switches, but it's not like a true. Okay, fine. It's tap. Okay, but then so that the brings up another all that brings up another issue. But like yeah. part of part of the benefit of wanting a cool switcher like this is like, oh, maybe it can have tap tempo out or MIDI or something like that. Like I have this little Joyo switcher that just has five yeah. foot switches on it and it has MIDI, so it chooses my presets on my uh Mobius. Mm -hmm. This guy has three Strymons packed right next to each other, like everyone always does, so they look all cool and Very stuff. Stupid and he has to manually box. switch the channels on all three of those Strymon pedals and do the tap tempo individually <laughs> on all three of them. And then he's also got to do the tap tempo on the tr tremolo. Like it's yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Nuts. But then but also that freaking switch behind the muff yeah like the king of tone is mounted behind the muff the muff's on its side and so it's you know three inches tall and then the king of tone is immediately behind it so there's literally unless you step behind the board and do it from behind like there's no way you could hit the foot switches on the king of tone which you'd probably want to since it's a dual drive and all <laughs> you're doing with the switcher is turning the entire pedal on or off and you and you worked really hard to buy that pedal it either you either yeah. sat on a wait like, list for a year and a half which like you just knew this you, or you paid a bunch of like money a, you can get it where you get the channel separately like you for like ten dollars yeah something. yeah it, which he didn't do by the way exactly like why would you like, that would have been perfect i mean he's it looks like he has an empty channel on the switcher which is also funny to me but, yes um <laughs> He probably, I, I would imagine that this dude bought the King of Tone like on reverb for like $450 or something. Oh, yeah, totally. There's he no probably way he paid waited for it. He probably bought mine that sold for like $530 just because he yeah. wanted to pay more I think for mine it. sold for like $495 or he about wanted extra bottom plate. It's crazy. I mean, that's what's annoying to me. Like, I have no problem with anyone, even in a Jatipa. Like, let's say you're a guy who's not very good at guitar, your church asks you to play guitar. They give you some money to buy a pedal board and you go and look and see, oh, these are the pedals I should get. And it looks all fancy and expensive. Like if that's what you use it for, that's fine. But like this board isn't usable the way that it's set up. Like it's legitimately unusable. Yeah, it's it, the switcher makes it does not make it more convenient. And if anything, it makes it less convenient. Exactly. It does make it less, especially because of the switcher, which again is even taller than the big muff. Yeah. It is immediately in front of three all three of the Strymon pedals. So like it would be a huge pain in the butt to switch any of those Strymon pedals. And it's not even like compact. So you're still if you're going from one to the other, you're still like moving three feet laterally to it different yeah, right, right. switches. Like it's crazy. Like it's, so it seems like I don't know. Okay. So here maybe maybe we should get a standard size board and put all those pedals on three rows instead of two. And just ditch the switcher. 
Okay, so that's the, I guess that's the question. All those diamonds are on the bottom row, right at the front. You could use them. You could operate them manually, no problem. Yeah. What would you if somebody if if your this was your grandma's board and she died? I would punch and she her in gave, the face. And she gave you this board. Mm-hmm. What would you do? What would you sell? What would you keep? How would you make it usable? I would probably keep all the pedals, except for the switcher. Well, the switcher, you can't even sell that, though. Like, who's going to buy that? <laughs> you, you can sell, sell it. Scrap, do you think? I don't even, like, I don't, I wouldn't even take that for free. I probably would take it for free, like, just for fun. Yeah, but, obviously. like, I would not pay anything for that. Okay, here's where it could be useful. If you were, like, doing pedal demo videos or, like, wanted to set up some kind of museum display. That, <laughs> right. Like, museum that, that, display. Like, or, like, at a children's museum where kids could like at a science museum or whatever, and they could yeah. come in and like, you've got music looping through this and they can push the different buttons and see what the different effects sound like. <laughs> it's yeah. the only time it'd be useful, but it would be pretty rad for that actually. Yeah. There are uses for it on a pedal board is not it. But if this was given to me, I would keep all the Strymons and the big muff. I would sell probably most of the other pedals. Yeah, I had the Bogner Red Ecstasy, and I was not impressed with it. Hmm. What would I sell? I'd sell the King of Tone. I would sell the, the OCD. King of Tone. I actually really like the OCD. Yeah, I'd probably keep that. I would sell the Bogner. I would keep the Paramount long enough to try it, and if I liked it, I would keep it. Otherwise, I would sell it. That's. I would feel like I would give all these pedals a chance before I sold them. I don't think there's well, yeah, I yeah. sell. I love that he has, like his tiny little tuner and and then on the other side of the switcher the a tiny little ditto looper yeah which are arguably the two most useful pedals on his board <laughs> are clearly oh man i've heard that compressor has a ton of noise the deep six i've heard some say compression is a myth i've heard that those people are completely wrong who says that? I just hear people say it. You hear people say it, or do you hear that people say it? <laughs> Both. I've never actually heard it. I've heard what about do you mean people. That people. People keep saying it to me. <laughs> people keep saying. Did that fix it? By the way. Uh, no. Is it still, still there? Okay. Are you still there? Me? Yeah, it got really quiet. I am. Are you? Yeah, I should probably cut this out. Nah. We should all just, let's just, you know, every once in a while, people just need a break. You know? Okay. Just give them a break. Guys, talking about Kit Kat bars? Let's just take a break together. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Michael Scott's bed. With the camera set up? Yeah. Do you remember that scene? Yes. <laughs> I forgot about the camera. <laughs> That's good. So dumb. Uh... Remind me, what was the, what was his reasoning? Because she, she wants the bed to herself. So he sleeps on the, the little bench at the end. Oh yeah, and he has to like, and he like demonstrates doing it, and he has to like to huddle up in the fetal position to even fit on it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like one of the less believable parts of the show. Their whole relationship. Yeah, but but it's perfect. It's, but it's funny enough that it's okay that it's just ridiculous, you know. Oh man. Although I I read like an oral history of that episode, and apparently like that was based on a real relationship that someone had. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, like not the bench part, but that they would like kick them out of the bed every time, all the time. Oh my gosh! Then there was so they would like end up sleeping on the floor or something, <laughs> or in like another room in the house. No, like on the floor. 
because That's it was sad. like an apartment. And they were like young people. And they still wanted to be close to him. <laughs> yeah. So they had like blankets on the floor. Oh my gosh. That's uh, so good. <laughs> okay. Man. I want to talk about some pedals. All right. Okay. Um, effects pedals, stomp boxes, as it were. Oh, ooh. Uh, wait, like Slurpy effects. An ounce. Did you say, did you say Slurpy with a lisp? <laughs> getting a getting a Slurpy effects. <laughs> what did they announce? They announced a compressor, which is boring. Um, but it made me think. I I want to get. What did they? What they change the name of the mushroom cloud? Fallout cloud, maybe. Oh, maybe so. Uh, I've Probably. never owned a Thorpe pedal. A th- I have not Thorpe either. Thurpy? Have you, Phil? I have never owned a Thorpe. That seems. I'm gonna take that as a no. Criminal. Okay. One thing is they, they are, are fairly how do you expensive. Thorpe. T a Thorpe. T h o r p y. They're they're very cool designs. I like how like the sides of the enclosure kind of go up around the knobs a little bit so the knobs are protected or whatever. Yeah. Man, um, these enclosures, I've never I've never seen like this enclosure in another pedal before. These are like just no, theirs. The, it's just theirs. Um, yeah. I was gonna bring that up, but so that was like a thing in our group a while back that um what is it? The green green child effects has a pedal with a very similar enclosure, uh-huh. um, and people were like going back and forth about whether it was okay for them to have done that, um, and like whether they were ripping it off and Let all the courts stuff. decide, you know? <laughs> yeah. So if you Google the green child Mister Boost and look at it, and you'll see, it's very similar. Oh yeah, it is. Um, which. I don't know. It's not uh, that big of a deal to me, and there are yeah, a lot of differences in it. But very... but it's clearly like. But the the idea with the with the sides going up around the knob is identical, yeah. and it even has little like vent slots in it. Yeah. Because um, you got so that's my your... next. Well, the only re- here's the reason I don't care. It doesn't bother me is because all of his pedals are like different shapes. He even has one that's like in a boss style enclosure. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So that's his and thing. Also, his thing is not having a yes. Yeah, like all of his pedals have different shapes. Thing is just ripping off. His thing is not <laughs> having a thing. Well, yeah, and is the one that's like a boss? It's all. It almost looks more like a. Well, I guess the Ibanez ones are pretty similar. Well, it's it looks weird. It though. looks like, like those Ibanez, like the plastic ones. It's kind of squatty almost. too. Like it's kind of. It's yeah. kind of shorter than it is, than it should, because it looks so much like a boss pedal. The, the fact that it's slightly different makes it look really weird. Yeah, I think that one looks really cool though. I love it. I think I think it looks awesome. But it, but of course it's a, it's called it's a valve reaper, so it must just be a tube screamer, right? I think so. Uh, maybe. Like it's literally got the word. Yeah, tube. it must be British word for tube, like right? A little game structure, and it's green. I think it's probably higher gain. Ooh, it has oh, carefully selected a, MOSFET array. I think though. I remember. It's like a overdrive and distortion together. So the ratio goes from pure overdrive on one side to pure distortion, and then you can kind of blend them together in the middle, which is pretty cool. This conversation started with... Yeah, like, sorry. There's know, this... Other, the rails. No, no, no. I'm saying it started with there's this other pedal company that kind of ripped off Thorpey. The conversation of me wanting to buy a Thorpey pedal, and and now it has turned into me wanting to buy one of these <laughs> green the pedal. child pedals because they're pretty cool. <laughs> um, Mason, I think Mason's. I can't remember his last name. He's in our group Perky? too. Perky? No, no. I want to say it's green. Maybe Mason Stoops. Yeah. Mason Phil's, Phil's buddy. <laughs> um, green child. Green chili. Green child. One thing I like about green chili, green child, is that it's very close to green chili. 
Yeah. I do like green chili. I mean, his name is Green Child. I think you mean Chili Verde. <laughs> no, I mean Hatch Chili, Phil. No, I mean Green Chili. Mm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what were you saying about Thorpey, though? Just the, is that what you wanted to talk about? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I just had nothing more to say other than uh, I really want to buy a Thorpey pedal. They do and look really the... cool, and apparently they are like really good. They remind me of um, there's a couple other companies like that do. I think Tim pedals maybe T Y M, who does these like um, he does Big Muff clones. They're in like I think we saw one actually when we were at um, Mike and Mike's. They look like big muff like the original ones like the big metal boxes but they're like slightly different they're smaller shaped um uh-huh. so they're like the same shape but like different dimensions if that makes sense mm. yeah yeah kind of like that boss uh, pedal yeah but his stuff looks really cool and then there's another one that's uh what is it i don't know there's like a few there's like a handful of companies that are doing really interesting stuff with enclosures too which i think is fun Part of it, meaning what? Like different, like so, like most. They're not just using the standard, standard like Hammond box or whatever. Okay, and like the two lot. There's there's a few that are making their own unique enclosures instead of doing that, which I think is kind of a cool way to differentiate yourself. And so, what's the process for that? Like looking at these like Thorpey ones, like they've got a, they've got some factory somewhere. That's making I mean, you can get them machined at a, like a shop. You don't have to mass produce them on like a huge scale. I don't think. Yeah, but you could Which do that. Probably too. part of the reason why they are just go to, expensive. Just go to metal shop and yeah, or, you know. Just yeah, because they're basically just like store. pressed and bent and then powder coated. Yeah, and the powder coating apparent like powder coating i think now more than ever can happen on a pretty small scale like Mm. you can find some dude down the street who will powder coat crap for you yeah i wonder if you powder coated crap what that would (laughs) look like you remember remember i mean i don't remember this actively but like my grandma i remember this that that used to be a thing with like old people where they would have like stuff covered in bronze yeah dude like Mm -hmm. old shoes and stuff (laughs) like there was the baby shoes they were talking about this on a podcast and it was uh it was in an episode of like boys life or popular mechanics or something from way back in the day and one of the ads on the back was like start your own small business at home by buying this baby shoe bronzing kit and, and oh like my bronze bronze all your friends baby shoes for them that's awesome <laughs> oh which is like the idea of bronzing the baby shoes is kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's no more ridiculous than plenty of other things we do. But like the idea that they're pitching that as a small business is hilarious to me. Well, the funny thing about like bronzing baby shoes is like it's to last a long time. But like those shoes are going to last your yeah, entire like, life. It's anyway. not like you're it's not like the baby's going to keep wearing them their whole life until they wear out. Like yeah. they'll just be there. Just I know. But on like the shelf and they'll be fine. Yeah. But shoes, if you keep shoes like they look gross they just, so they why just not bronze them but not baby shoes <laughs> baby shoes don't look gross because babies don't really walk <laughs> that's true that's true but and they probably I, wear them for like two weeks before they outgrow them anyway yes that's the yeah, depending shoes <laughs> this depending on the size of the baby you're absolutely right and what's i don't i'm trying to wrap my mind the size around of the baby that matters phil <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my mind around this culturally. <laughs> the, it's not the size of the behaby. How about behaby shoes? Can we bronze behaby shoes? It's behaby shoes. The H is silent. Oh, behaby shoes. <laughs> um, this episode we should mention is also brought to you by the Gun Street Wiring Company. <laughs> I legitimately did interrupt Phil that time, and I'm from Bend, Oregon. Who are we Speaking talking about? Bronze, Gun Street. They will bronze your. <laughs> Sound okay. your, <laughs> your tone will last forever, Phil. You can get you can get all bronze uh wiring kits, they do make custom wiring harnesses for your guitar. Mm-hmm. Hit them up, Gun Street Wiring Co. 
put me upstyle.com. What if you wanted I your cables just... to be bronze tipped? Would that help your tone? Yeah, it can't hurt. (laughs) Yes, it can, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) What if I took my grandma's small failed small business of bronzing baby shoes and she has a little she has a little uh furnace. What do they call the like a foundry? Melter. Little mini foundry that she melts her bronze in. Smelt smelting, isn't it smelting? No, smelting is like a thing. That's a specific. That's a foundry is just like a pot to melt thing. metal in, I think. Guys, no, to, we're very knowledgeable it. about these things. Don't you have to smelt? Well, are you? Or I mean, you if you smelt, smelt it, you melt yes. it. Smelting, Whoever smelt smelting it. is when you like have a rock metal in it and you like throw that in a fire so that the rock part burns up and only the metal is left. Okay, but don't you? Okay. So if you're you're saying that if you're so starting smelting with is something that happens in a foundry potentially smelting is an extraction process. So if you're starting smelting with a, a brick verb. of pure bronze, you do not need to smelt it. You just need to melt it. If you have a brick of pure bronze, dealt it. it's already been smelted. <laughs> I already said that joke, Cole. <laughs> no, I said it before you did. Oh, damn it! Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, <but> also, <laughs> pure bronze is is an alloy, so. There's no such thing. Like, yeah. So pure bronze is a uh, oxymoron. Yes. I used to subscribe to a magazine called Pure Brawn, but that was something different. <laughs> so I actually just had the thought. I was. I used to. In, 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 <laughs> what? Sorry, I used to subscribe to a, a magazine called Pure Bronson. <laughs> Bronson. Just a guy. Yeah. It's very specific. Pure like a Pure's Bronson. <laughs> was it Pierce. quarterly or monthly? Yeah. Quarterly came out four times a day. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was like just his friends. It was just about his friends, his peers. Peers oh. of Pierce of Pierce Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. Pierce of Pierce. It was Pierce just of Pierce. It was all just production stills from Volcano. It was actually just multiple people named Pierre Bronson. But to pluralize pure, like multiple pure Bronsons is actually Piers Bronson. Piers Bronson. Pure yeah. Bronsons. Yeah. It's like yeah, you always pluralize the modifier, never the noun. Mm-hmm. So I just got a new Tele, Telecaster if, uh, by Fender. A guitar? And guitar, electric guitar. You going to put the five way switch in that? It's an acoustic electric because it has. Bro, Gun Street five way. I know that's something in Gun Street five way. <laughs> You and I just me, you know, that thought hadn't Bill, occurred to me until Gun right Street, now. Your telly five way. I'm on Gun Street, that mofo, dude. You absolutely should, Sean. If you're listening, Sean, five way my telly, Gun yeah, Street, my five way. Send them some freaking wiring, it's all bronze, please. Just the tip, some t shirts, some college girls, and a five way. That's all we need. Smelt it and then dealt it to my mailbox. Go on record and say that that was a joke. I do not want college girls. <laughs> what are your... So you don't want college girls, but do you like beer? I do. Occasionally. Okay. One. I like a beer at a time. I don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not even a joke. I just don't. I mean, I actually, I don't even know if I do. Maybe I do. Probably why I don't drink it because I probably would like it a lot. You might. You probably wouldn't. I'm going to assume that you would not at first, at least. I have a feeling that I would be an alcoholic if I drank. You may like the results of it, but like I don't think you would like yes. the flavor of beer right away. Isn't that how most? I can tell you what. I really hated the flavor of that root beer that Anthony gave us when we were at Sinusoid. What root beer? I don't remember that. You don't? No. Oh, it must have been that it must have been when you were there like the first day. It was some artisanal root beer that yeah, it must like have been. fancy people drink that it just tastes like medicine. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> so strong. It's like sarsaparilla or something. Yeah. Sarsaparilla. Why does anyone like that? Anthony, write That's in, good. call the voicemail That's line good. and tell us why I you like, like that cuz it was awful. Dial 1-800 the slum. 
Tell us about your. Okay, Cole, I'm really interested in hearing about your Telecaster, but I think we should talk about it next week. I didn't have anything else to say other than I need to get a gun street wire. Oh, all right. But I, I will talk about it more. You next know what week, else you though. should get is some pure nickel strings from the Gabrielle Tenorio string company. I agree. Because his telly strings are a game changer. Pure my... nickel or? Owl nickel. Owl nickel. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you, Owl nickel. We had two bad baby episodes in a row. Thanks for two. Bad baby. Hey, Aaron. Yeah. Are you thankful for friendship? I am. I just expressed that gratitude. I was hoping you were going to say, I am not. (laughs) I do not. (laughs) Oh, no. I should have said, I hope hope you're thankful for friendship. I am am not. not. (laughs) I love it. It's so formal. Like, it's not, I don't. Yeah. I I know. That's like, you. You go to the effort, or like go to the lack of effort to condense F with you down to three letters, and, right? But you are willing to write out "I do not" because it's so much more intense. Oh, I do not. It's so good. Okay, thanks for friendship. <laughs> thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Mm-hmm.